Gossip Girls here, your one and only source into finding out what's on fleek. <laughs> it sounded better in my head. Why did you and who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm S. MC. And we're Gossip Girls. And we are reviewing episode episode 11 of season 2. The Magnificent Archibalds. Which is a play on The Magnificent Ambersons, which is a, according to Wikipedia, it is a 1918 novel slash trilogy of this neighborhood in Indianapolis that kind of spanned a decade, I guess. The Magnificent Ampersands? <laughs> Ambersons. Can, can you spell that? A-M-B-E-R-S-O-N-S. Oh. Ambersons. <laughs> like the color of your energy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa. Do you know that song? No. You don't know that song? Do I know a song that you don't know? What is it? It's by 311. It was like, oh my God. Oh, that's why. I don't listen to 311. Oh my God. You weren't all up in the alternative rock scene when you were 13 or 15. I don't remember. I mean, I did. I, 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 had a co- I actually went to see them live once, but like I didn't know any songs because like I, I did not like them. I, I actually boycotted them because they covered a song by my favorite band the cure um <laughs> they did love song and they did a terrible fucking job oh my god and i was like fuck this band and what, so I, what's love song um whenever i'm alone with you you make, make me feel like i am whole again yeah great song it's my favorite song like ever written it's my number one. Oh man! It is my song, and and it has countless covers, and they're all trash. Like including Adele's trash. Like just love Robert Smith, do his song. Don't touch it. It's perfect. Don't touch this. Okay. But yeah. So the Netflix description of the Magnificent <laughs> Archibalds after that wonderful diatribe. <laughs> yes, we want to know. Woof. All right. So um, Cher doesn't know anything about Three Eleven, and I can't recognize Love Song by name. It's fine. That's us, everyone. <laughs> So Blair's favorite Thanksgiving traditions are ruined by her mother's new boyfriend. Serena doesn't tell Aaron about her past, M-dash, but Dan does. Fucking Dan. Fucking Dan. Um, That's right. Yeah, so they didn't talk about actually kind of the main part of this episode. The Archibalds. That too, but also there's there's like four, there's four ongoing plots throughout this season so far and each one kind of gets like a a moment in the sun actually there's five if you kind of think about it there is the issues with jenny and her with um oh her issues with jenny and her dad rufus Mm -hmm. then you've got dan and serena and that's weird like not even quite a love triangle but you have like the triangle between uh, Dan and Serena and now Aaron yeah. you got Blair and her mom and Cyrus now and their issues you've got Nate and his issues you issues and, and Chuck and well Chuck and anyone not so much Chuck but um I was gonna say Lillian Rufus which is a whole thing too which is also oh, yeah. starting to you know by the end of this episode there are some interesting some interesting things going on there as well yeah so yeah there's a lot to unravel here so let's get started so this is the episode where it's decorative gourd season motherfuckers yeah thanksgiving thanksgiving and as gossip girl tells us just like the indians someone else is being pushed out of their home which is a fuego take <laughs> yeah take. yeah gossip girl nope <laughs> That's a hot, that's a mighty hot. Yeah, no one's being pushed out of their home. The roses, Cyrus and Aaron. Also, like, 
no, extremely n- problematic. Yeah, none of these people are indigenous. Number no. one, let's just be real here. I mean, yeah, probably some of them can like trace their ancestry back to the, to the Mayflower, but like yeah. they're all assholes. We so. can't, we can't think that these people will recognize any of their privilege. Yeah, yeah. So, so nope. you know what? Calm down, Gossip Girl. <laughs> not <laughs> Stay your in box. your lane. <laughs> not your soapbox to stand on. Not at all. Oh my god, I w- I heard that and I was like, oh my god, the first minute of this episode, first is like five seconds. Nice, nice job. You you did it. You ruined it. <laughs> not watching the show ever again. No. Um, so the roses, Aaron and Cyrus, are moving in with the, the Waldorfs. And Blair is extremely pissed off because these people don't meet her expectation of what her family should be. Her perfect white family. So things happen like, you know, some family member asks Blair to go shopping. And so she's telling Serena about this at school. Oh, they're in school for five minutes in this episode. They are. Yeah. So she's telling Serena about this. And her sister asked her to go shopping at Century 21. Okay. I like Century 21. The nerve. I like Century 21. I am here for Century 21. I bought one thing at Century 21. It was an American apparel dress. Really? Yeah. I mean, it it looks like a pillowcase and everyone calls it my Dobby dress, but I only wear it as a swimsuit cover up. I bet it's cute if you belt it. I don't. Or if you don't even wear it as a nightgown. Oh, that's awesome! I, it's real cute. I like Century Twenty One. I got a cute bag there once. Is it just like a TJ Maxx type TJ Maxx type store? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like the things that like you know aren't you know they're not as bad as like things that fall off the truck bad, but uh-huh. it's like but there's something not quite right with them. <laughs> but that's why they're like off you know like sometimes even up to hundreds of dollars off oh, so, wow yeah. that's amazing yeah because like my mom when she lived in new york when she was like in her 20s like our age well actually a little younger she lived in her tw- she lived in new york when she was 23 to 27 anyway she found a really cute dunium dunium burke back there oh nice and it was like you know worth probably, probably like 600 700 she got it for like next to nothing amazing yeah so. yeah so um, this this is the Thanksgiving episode, and Blair's current problems are the roses moving into her territory. And Serena's big thing is that she is going to introduce Aaron to her parents. And Blair calls into, she makes a reference to the show Big Love. And she's like, how are you going to tell everyone that this is Aaron from Big Love or something like that? Like, because there's some character. Well, yeah. Well, she was d- Mike. I don't know what his name is. What? I don't know. <laughs> she specifically names the guy in Big Love who's like the main character. I don't know. Bill his name. Paxton. Yes, Bill Paxton. He's the actor who Not plays Mike. Him. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you ever seen the show Bill, um, Big, um, Big Love? Well, the Aaron's like Bill Paxton, and these are his many wives. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like it's it's still funny to me that oh, like for sure. they're 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 making a huge deal about Aaron going on one date with Serena, and not immediately settling down with her. Yeah, I guess like because like they are both you know fairly conservative when it comes to like relationships because like i mean granted serena she dated around but she's only dated with guys who are only dating her she never had guys who like dating multiple guys yeah people build the same that's true because like he's actively dating them not like just going on one-off dates very true so and like also they're 17 years old they haven't really been you know dating so much like they go out yeah that's true yeah and so like they've both had like with blair she's been like actually one relationship like she's never been in a relationship with chuck not yeah really. she was kind of just <laughs> like god fuck chuck man 
hate him so much. Well, I mean, that's what she did. She yeah. fucked Chuck. Ah, she, see what you did there. That's all she did. So, uh, yeah. Fuck Chuck, literally. Indeed. Fuck the patriarchy, literally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, I will take that back. <laughs> okay, so another thing that's going on. Um, Jenny is still MIA and no one knows where she is. So Dan comes into Blair and Serena's um, conversation at this point. He's like, Serena, do you know where Jenny is? And Serena's like, oh, maybe Eric knows. I know they've been hanging out. So Eric is back. and Which I'm happy. I'm yeah. here for. Like the last few episodes, it's been really weird that Jenny's been going through this really hard time and she hasn't called upon her good friend Eric, which I mentioned last episode. And so like, I guess they're together now and like being friendly and I guess, I don't know, maybe he's he knows where she is. Well, I think like there was an issue... Um, like he, like Jonathan and Eric were like dating and stuff. Uh-huh. So like, I think there was a point where like she, um, Oh, it was like one of those, like leave all your friends when you start dating someone type thing. Yeah. And yeah. so like, she felt like, well, you know, and she started to make, and she did have friends with Agnes. So like, she already had like kind of like a sidekick kind of, yeah. um, equivalent to Eric. So she kind of, you know. Oh, that's true. Cause she, yeah, she did start hanging out with him after Agnes like burned all her shit. Right. Yeah. So that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you, um. Are 15. When you're 15, you're like, oh, I don't have any use for this person anymore. I start hanging out with other people. <laughs> Or like, oh, my other friend that I've like abandoned for like six storylines. I'm going to hang out with him again. So <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're they're friends again. Um. So Nate, the the name of this episode is the Magnificent Archibald. So something's going to go on with him, I guess. Yeah. Well, like him and Dan running into each other in the hallway. Literally. Yeah. And, and what, what exactly happened with them? The Jenny thing is what's like. Yeah. Jen, Dan yeah. is still, you know you know, feeling salty about Nate kissing his sister. Yeah, and, and so Nate yeah. bumps into him and goes, sorry, and then Dan's like, not as sorry as I am. God, what an asshole. So lame. So lame, and just like, also... Fuck off, Dan. Get over yourself. I wrote fuck off, Dan, so many times in my notes for this show. Just like, literally just fuck off, Dan. And like, and like the thing is, like, I've seen this show backwards and forwards at least six times, uh-huh. and I... And it's and into like a kind of in depth analysis of these shows that I have like I loathe Dan. I know I used to like love Dan. I used to be obsessed, and with I Dan. used to hate Serena, and now I love Serena, and I yeah. hate Dan. Yeah, so there's just a lot of changing feelings here and a lot of conflicting feelings here it's because so like true. every episode I hate him more and more. I'm like, ugh. You're the he becomes worst. shittier and shittier. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, that was just kind of like a little observation there. But yeah. so they're still mad. Um, mm. Chuck is. Um, still not on friendly terms with Nate, and uh, he yeah, it's awkward. It's just, still like, awkward between them. Yeah, because like you know, him and Nate were kind of like on the rocks. You know, going as far back as like the Yale trip. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of about money and like Nate having too much pride and just like other. Yeah, but also like, like Chuck being an asshole to Dan. Yeah, and just through. There's a there's alienation happening, and you can see that like Nate and all his relationships are going further and further apart. Yeah, so, so. he's got pretty much no one right now. Yeah, he's a man alone. Oh, oh poor Nate. poor poor Aoli boy. Aoli boy, we are here for you. <laughs> um, so Jenny is with Eric, and she is at a meeting with an emancipation lawyer. I need to be sure you understand what emancipation means. I do. I've been researching it. She's made me watch irreconcilable differences like fifteen times. Once you file, the state opens up an investigation into your family. There has to be proof of parental neglect. Just fill out these papers authorizing the investigation. Once you sign them, your parents will be notified. 
Wait, they have to be notified? Well, of course. They need to know you no longer want to be their child. So this is this is something that like it made me a little bit uncomfortable because the the lawyer was like, yeah, we're going to have to inform your parents and they're going to do an investigation to prove that there's actually parental neglect. And Jenny here is surprised that her parents are going to be notified that she wants to not be their kid anymore. And that was just like a little bit jarring. Like, what did you think emancipation was, Jenny? Like, yeah, exactly. She's like, you're going to tell my parents. Like, you're going to tell my parents that when I'm she got like caught legally... stealing from the yeah. their, like, from the cookie jar. It's like. Like they have to know. I know you're divorcing them, and it's it's kind of like it's kind of showing that she still sort of cares about them, or like still doesn't want them to like. Not like I, I don't know. It, I kind of feel like she's doing it, or she doesn't want them to know, so that they still like love her or something like that. I don't know. It's weird. So that's that's a weird thing that's happening. Yeah, with and Jenny. Yeah, so so she gets papers from the lawyer and takes them with her and. Yeah, we'll see what happens next with that. Mm-hmm. So Dan is with Vanessa. We haven't seen Vanessa in like an episode and a half or Vanessa's so. Vanessa's book, and I'm happy to hear it. Happy to see her rather because uh, she's lovely, and I and um and she's just a welcoming and like calming presence in the show because she's like the most like assertive, not assertive, but like kind of like she's the most like us character. Yeah, she's definitely um, a surrogate for the audience, and she's also what Dan was supposed to be. Yeah, Dan, fuck Dan. Um, <laughs> fuck Dan. I'm so I'm so over Dan, but she's a surrogate for the audience for sure. But she's also you know so level headed, and I know, and she's she's she has self righteous tendencies, but she's also she. She's kind of the uh, con- kind of the uh, conscious, conscious compass. Yeah, she's yeah. Like the compass for yeah. like you know the show, and it's nice. Like, like sort of, yeah, because like Rufus, he has, um, he's he's super, you know, self righteous and very like you know holier than now and very much like you know a goody two shoes. And so Vanessa, she is a she's a compass for sure, but even she, you know. Is a human. Is a human, and by the end of this episode, she does some you know interesting things it's as well. It's pretty questionable. But so. this Thanksgiving, Vanessa's parents are protesting or something at the Washu re- Reservation. Look, another callback to Native American culture. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice job, Gossip Girl. You suck. Um, <laughs> and so she has nowhere to be on Thanksgiving, and Dan's like, "Hang with me," and Vanessa's my like, one and only friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Vanessa's like, "No, I don't want to see Jenny." And then Dan's like, "I don't know where she is. No one knows." Yeah, I like that she like has like this plan, like watch like the sixteen-hour German film. Oh, with, like with, yes, like like I'm gonna watch a sixteen-hour German film and like eat like a link cuisine. Essentially, what's her plan? And I was like, um, that sounds dope. I know. I kind of want to do that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's do it yeah so yeah no one knows where jenny is and so rufus walks in as they're having their conversation and he has called agnes's mother and found that she's no longer there and so then he calls lily for some reason well like the thing is is that agnes she is on an assignment in tokyo yeah so she's he's she's not staying with them anymore right so he hasn't she hasn't seen them um they haven't seen her in a week and Dan had mentioned that Serena said, like, oh, she's been with Aaron. Oh, yeah. So then Eric might have, like, so told Aaron, Lily. Aaron, Eric. Jeez. What? I said Aaron instead of Eric. Oh, whoops. There's also a character named Aaron. I didn't even flinch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Rufus calls Lily to see that if she knows the whereabouts. And Lily's like, don't you think that I would have known if she was staying with the Vanderwoodsons? And then she sees a suitcase-ish thing on the floor. And she's like, oh, Rufus, I'll have to call you back. Yeah, well, like it's like her sewing kit. You yeah, see, like her sewing machine. So yeah, so she is 
probably in some form or another staying there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you have that big of a house, you know, you could just have people anywhere who really even knows who's staying. Like, how yeah. big is your house? Yeah. I'm like, also, like, that was like a amateur move there. Like, why is your shit out in the open? I know. So stupid. There's like 80,000 closets. You can hunt co- that stash that shit. I know. That was it was real dumb. I mean, she's move. 15 and she's frazzled. I guess. But like still amateur move. Amateur yeah. Move. Um, so the Archibalds. Wow. There's so much shit going on this episode. I told you. The Archibalds are staying at whoever the Roths are, their place, while they're vacationing in, like... Upper East Siders, who are, like, you know, allowing the Vanderbilts to stand with them. Ugh, slumming it. Yep. So we find out that Daddy Archibald is back. The captain! The captain! Ahoy! <laughs> they hadn't offered to help. I'm not sure what we would have done. We don't have a lot of options left, Nate. Yeah, I kind of noticed. But I'm hoping that is about to change. Um, so he lives in Dominica now. Dominican Republic. Is that okay? I was like, Dominica's not a place. Why did I write that down? Well, it, it, it's shorthand for Dominican Republic. Okay, is that mm-hmm. I, okay? Um, so he has a house in the ocean, and Nate's like, I can't believe you've been living it up in Dominica while I've been squatting in New York with no electricity. Which is valid. Yeah, like he's valid as fuck. being extremely douchey. Yeah. And so then he, um, he invites them. Oh yeah, the captain invites the the two soul Archibalds left living in New York. Alice, maybe what's her Anne. name? Anne. Anne Archibald, and Anderbilt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. I, I like. Okay, I made up Anderbilt so I'd remember her name. Then I called her Alice anyway because eh. that's also a name that I don't remember. <laughs> um. So Alice and oh, wow, Anne. Oh my god. <laughs> I know what's going on. And and Nate to stay with him on, in his ocean house, and Daddy Archibald, the captain, wants to be a family. My life in Dominica is well. It's good. We moved some money offshore before I left, enough to get a house on the ocean. Weather's always perfect. People are nice. I'm so happy you're living it up in the Caribbean while we're squatting with no heat in New York. Hear your father out, Nate. I want to make things better. I know how hard your life has been because of what I did. I can't turn back the clock, but I can ask you to come live with me. All the money in the world isn't worth it without the two of you to share it with. Mom, did you know about this? Yes, and I'd like to go, but only if you want to come too. Please, Nate, we can be a family again. All you have to do is say yes. Yep, he's like wants to reunite his family, and he said, "You know, we can figure something out. I've got a plan." Which you know, when, when whenever you know a rich white man says they have a plan, always it's be sus. Always, yeah, <laughs> sus, sus, be sus, be I, sus. I told my friend about sus the other day because I learned it last episode from you, uh-huh. and she didn't know what it meant. She knows so many more things than I do because she teaches eighth graders. And yes. I was like, "Oh my god, I know something that you don't know." <laughs> I'm a young person. <laughs> I'm hip. I'm a millennial. That's right. How you doing, fellow kids? Yes. <laughs> Some Thirty Rock. Ro- I need to like. I need to get a jar where I have to put a dollar in it every time I make a Thirty Rock <laughs> reference 
because why i would have so much like in savings if i made it put a dollar in every That's time valid. I I, there, there was a moment where like with that with like office references oh maybe in college it was just absurd it's upsetting if i, I would probably get like a, a cool hundred for like the amounts of like that's what she said jokes oh my that god i know so bad it's gonna be amazing indeed <laughs> oh my god so Lily um, talks to Rufus again. About Jenny. Yeah. And so she's like, I haven't seen Jenny yet, but sometimes teens need someone outside of their fam to talk to. Yeah. And Rufus is like, she needs to be with fam. Yeah. He's like, he's just, he's so. I understand this. He's, his daughter ran away and he's like, I need her to not be run away right now. Oh, for sure. I mean, like it's, it's. It, and I'm not saying what he's saying is wrong. It's just the way he's going about it may not be the best way to approach. Because like you know, she Jenny's just gonna Jenny all over the place. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna rebel no matter what. That's kind of like what she does. And he is so like they're two very stubborn people. Very true. And the and none of them are willing to back down. So he has to kind of come to terms with the idea. Like maybe I have to like you know change or do something in regards to like you know her behavior Mm -hmm. because whatever he's doing is not working that's right and yeah yeah, it's like it's a weird situation because like you know he's with or she's with lily who's rufus has a very like long and storied past with yeah i mean like she's a married woman hanging out with this man yeah and you know bart isn't doesn't know where she is bart's also the worst so yeah but still do you have a lily bass dossier um (laughs) I really like imitating Lily's voice. I'm really bad at it. And her mannerisms are something that I can't do because I am not refined or cultured. So I enjoy imitating. I, I beg to differ. Like. <laughs> you're, you're, you are refined and cultured. I'm not refined at all. <laughs> Have you seen me eat? <laughs> you went to that thing with that debutante training. Yeah, but you saw me eat Taco Bell last night and I was um, fucking... I, I, True. I look disgusting. It's amazing. I like... I, I, I think have, you could have stopped it. I ate Taco Bell last <laughs> <night>. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> valid. Yeah, like I've like I've had like etiquette classes and I eat like a fucking horse. It's awful. Oh I God. get I get food everywhere. I get lettuce in my hair. It's oh awful. Boy, I want Taco Bell Me right too. now. I should have gotten more. Indeed. Um so Lily is telling Rufus, you know what? She's with fam. She's with my fam. And you know what? I'll talk to her and then I'll arrange a meeting. And then Rufus responds with marshmallows. <laughs> because he's a fucking idiot i know just the word marshmallows and lily's like what the fuck does that mean it's actually kind of sweet marshmallows that's it that's it that's all he says and then she's like what what do i do with this information this is a word that you said yeah he's like she likes it on her sweet potatoes yeah why did you just say that I guess saying marshmallows. I guess it's like a train of a train of uh, a stream of consciousness. I mean, like I say, I I say shit like that. No, he's doing it to be a douchebag because that's how where Dan got it from. <sighs> I don't like the Humphreys. <laughs> Clearly, you seem really upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, Serena, she is with Aaron. And um, she's like on the phone with Blair and talking about like, you know, he's making her dinner. Where's Warren Jeffs? He's um, making dinner for us, which would be completely romantic and amazing. Except when I asked him where he was today, he said he was hanging out with a friend. And 
I know I'm probably being completely neurotic, but all I could think of was, was his friend a girl. A girl he kisses. A woman needs to be with a man who thinks of only her. Anything else is a non-starter. Tell him how you feel. Dorota, more flour. Are you baking already? I thought we were supposed to do that tomorrow. I needed a little tradition of my own to keep me grounded. Turns out the Rose family has a restaurant Thanksgiving. You know, B, the thing about traditions is you can make new ones. For all you know, you could like his family dinner more than your own. Ready? Oh, that's, that's my cue to go. Remember, Serena doesn't share. Remember, I should learn to. She's super excited about it, but also kind of worried. Just like, yeah, but like he might be making dinner for somebody else too. And like, I want this to be special. And why am I special? <laughs> and I'm special. <laughs> That's the entire oh conversation. God. Oh my God, it's so amazing. And so and Blair's just like, yeah, you are special. You also, let him know that. Also, I'm having a Thanksgiving at a restaurant because that's what the Rose family does. Yeah, like Blair's going through like something and Serena's like, I don't care because I want to be special. <laughs> yeah. And Blair just like, you are special. So you let him know. You let him know that Serena doesn't share. And then she's like, Blair should learn to. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like. I think Blair's situation is a little bit more jarring. Yeah, because like it's her, it's her favorite holiday, and it's her family. That's like it's not even being, it's not being torn apart, but it's like a but, huge change is happening. Yeah, and it's and it's very quick. Like she's yeah. she's like known, she's known Cyrus. I think according to like the series, like maybe a week or two. Well, I think like between like episode ten and episode eleven, there might be like a three week period. Yeah. But like still, like he's known her. At most a month. Yeah. And like not just meeting all this family. He's living in her home. There's no way it's to escape this deal. guy. So like, you know, unlike Serena, who like this guy is, you know. My boyfriend's dating other people. We're not even official yet. I mean like we've been on two dates. Yeah, exactly. He's a guy. And also he's like and also like the fucked the thing is like Sir, um, Blair still can't escape the roses because that's his <laughs> son <laughs> and like she's like i already have to deal with his father i want oh to talk about his son so like poor blair i know poor blair poor privileged blair <laughs> you know i am always oh on the God. side of blair no matter what the yeah. situation is i always find a way to like validate her existence i love that they're having a phone call it, it's yes. cute it's, it's so femme yeah it's it's it. weird because like they usually just text mm-hmm um, yeah, I mean, they've been talking, like, I feel like last episode, they have, like, an, they ended the episode with a conversation, mm-hmm. too. So, I, I, live, I, I don't know, I like having, like, I wish I did more phone calls, honestly, with friends. Yeah, I did but, that you more. know, you, I know. But, no, I mean, I'm not going to call you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> fuck, I feel awkward as fuck. Don't call me. I'm not going to call you. <laughs> Fine. See if I care. It's not like I do a podcast with you. We're basically on the phone, even though we're not on the phone. I know, but no. um, I call my sister, and I we call, like we Facetime, and that's cool. Yeah, I call my family. That's about it. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm the same way. I don't. I I feel like whenever I call my friends, like, what's going on? Are you okay? I know. Like I said, I'm just like, no, I just want to hear your voice. It's like, oh my god, why? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> right. I can't talk right now. <laughs> right. And then, then then you'll text me, what's up? Like, oh my God, we're just talking on the phone. Oh my God. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of want to start doing that again. I might start calling friends. You should, especially out of town friends. It's mm-hmm. nice to call them. It is. Or only out of town friends, yeah, really. Yeah, precisely. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we're having a conversation and when uh, they, they both hang up, Aaron and Serena are having dinner and 
Yeah, so. It's romantic. It is romantic. They're having like Asian, some kind of Asian cuisine. For Thanksgiving, it makes sense. It's the only. Well, it's not Thanksgiving. It's like a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I thought it was Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Like the whole episode, like it's like the like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah, so um, he's like, you know what, Serena, you're all I ever think of. And she's like, oh, really? That's flattering. <laughs> Like, I know she's like trying to like be coy about yeah, it. Yeah, like I'm cool. That's that's very flattering, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that Aaron wants to be monogamous with Serena. Exclusive. <gasps> he's officially a one woman man. Yeah, and it's and it's really sweet the way like he's doing it and like making her dinner and her um and Serena looks really cute in this on um, this scene too. They're like her hair blown out, like she combed it and washed it. So. <laughs> It's a huge, it's a huge uh, step up from the rest of this episode because oh we'll God, talk about it gets that later. Worse and worse. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, but he also like you know she mentioned like, let's look at a, like a bottle of champagne and celebrate. He's like, oh, but I'm sober. Yeah. And I plan on being sober. It helps with my art. And she's like, oh yeah, well like you know outside I'm, of like drinking a celebration for celebrations, I'm sober too. And it's not true because she drinks a lot, like not a lot, a lot, but like but like she's she a doesn't. Party she's not a teetotaler. Like she she's calls a herself girl. And like she was also going really hard a few months ago with Georgina. Yeah. So like well, Georgina's a she's a like one off case. Yeah, but like she still parties pretty yeah, frequently. They go out a lot. Yeah. So like it's their thing. So um Yeah, so then she's like, Yeah, I, I used to party, but like it was years ago and I'm like a teetotaler now and like I don't drink anymore. And that's a flat out lie. Yeah, she lies about her sobriety. So, first lie in the relationship already. Nice. They just became a relationship and now first lie already. Yeah. Did like five minutes. Um, mm. So, Eric, he is out and about and he is, he came home and he, um, he finds Bart sitting in the kitchen. Bart's like, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And he quickly texts Jenny to not come up because Bart's home early. And, Bart does something weird and he's like, So how's Jonathan? Right, because like um, you know, they're just trying to I guess try to make conversation. And he does it in a weird way. Um yeah. so Jonathan, you know, as we know, is dating Eric. And then Bart's like, like, have you heard of someone named Ben Shern? Or something like that. Right. And uh Eric's like, uh yeah, he's like the captain of the swim team at Jonathan's school. And um Bert's like you should keep an eye on him or something like that. Like Yeah, like like you could probably find out like why he wasn't hanging out with you on Monday night or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, very specific. Yeah, and it's like, okay, why do you have so much information about my boyfriend mm-hmm. that I don't know? And it's uh, yeah, and it's 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 essentially it's an, uh, it's essentially insinuating that um Jonathan's also Sorry, he's not cheating on um, Eric. He is also dating Ben Shearn, is how he worded it. <laughs> I was like, that's such a weird way to say cheating on me, like saying also dating. Yeah, because I'm because again, you don't really know what kind of relationship that Eric and Jonathan might have with an arrangement. They could be, you know, having an open relationship. They can like date other people or. You know, whatever their situation is, you assume it's monogamous, but yeah. we don't know. But it is interesting how they phrased it for sure. Yeah. And so Eric, you know, goes upstairs and he sees that Chuck is there. He's like, "Hey, you're home." He's like, "Yep." You know, he. It, My plans were held up at customs, which is shut up, gross. But um, 
Eric, you know, tells uh, Chuck about Bart and like his insinuation about Jonathan possibly cheating on him. And Chuck's like, oh, yeah, you know, he has a PI, you know, on retainer, retainer. Like me. Like, it's just like, the most casual thing in the world. So casual. And like. Eric's like, uh, what? Like, <laughs> why? Why are you spying on me? That's really freaky. That's really weird. Like, let me be. Can I live? And Chuck's like, you want to find out what he's got on you? And yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, he also tells this really creepy story about an au pair that he had named Gina. And they took pictures of her. Oh, yeah. And he's like, those photos and Gina changed. <laughs> like, I don't need to know the story. Please end it right now. Yeah, he did. Thank God. <sighs> we didn't hear anything more of that, but oof, we heard enough. So gross. So in the meanwhile, Lily and Bart, uh, they're. Um, yeah, they're having a conversation about. Jenny. Yeah. So Bart. You know, his his thing is like, you know, have you grounded Eric yet? Like, you know, you know about Jenny and Lily's like, no, like I need to find out what's going on before I do that. And Bart says the only way to protect children is to know what they're up to, which is the first clue into what he has. (laughs) And so then Lily tells Eric that she knows about Jenny. And that's the scene. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Lily knows. Lily knows. So Cyrus is um, hanging out in the kitchen in Blair's house, eating her pie. The pie that she made for uh, tradition's sake, yeah, yeah, tradition. Like they were trying to keep it. Um, like um, during her converse- Blair's conversation with uh, Serena earlier in the episode, um, she was making pie. Well, Dorota was making the pie, and <laughs> Blair was supervising, true. but. <laughs> supervising so yeah so but like she was you know going downstairs and then there is cyrus like munching on the cake on the pie and she's like kind of quietly you know imploding, you know and you know exploding a little bit and imploding rather and (laughs) one of my favorite lines of the episode (laughs) he was like the cinnamon and nutmeg ratio not enough you did that so well oh my god you you did such a good wallace sean that was amazing thank you not enough not enough like as we know when he hugs people he after you pull away he's like not enough and pulls you in for another catchphrase that's his catchphrase it's going on me it's it he's the best yeah for cyrus so blair doesn't say anything but she's extremely mad about his traditions and he's changing everything yeah and so eleanor she sees Blair kind of like about to like explode onto him. Oh my god! And she was like, "What is going on?" She was like, "He's wearing everything and like taking <laughs> my pie, and it's like my pie, and I didn't say he could have any. Tradition, he didn't ask, tradition. and he's talking about my net mag, and it's like, who asks you about my ingredient ratio? And just like, there's just all these like complaints. It's petty shit. It's, <laughs> it's so, so petty. Funny. But he's it's- complaining about the nutmeg to cinnamon ratio. <laughs> like my favorite. It's so funny and so specific okay so i also have issue with this the ratio of cinnamon to nutmeg is not enough a ratio is not something that can be enough or not enough like it would be the amount the ratio is a like specific like number so yeah it's that's wrong (laughs) be better at math they're writers they're not mathematicians (laughs) sorry God, God, Subi. Oh but um, regardless, uh, Eleanor, she was like, this is our family now. Get with the program. He is taking you to your favorite, you know, restaurant. The Gramercy Tavern. Which actually, I heard it's really great. I heard it's really good too. I never went there though, but I want to. But they also apparently have um, her favorite uh, side dish, which is my favorite side dish, oyster dressing. What is that? 
it's dressing. It's like it's um, dressing is I don't know. Oh, oyster stuffing. Well, I, we have oyster dressing. Oh, stuffing is? is with like bread, like white uh-huh. bread, and dressing is with cornbread, cornmeal. Oh, it's way better. That's so weird. It's that sounds way, amazing. It's way better. Um, I would give it to you, but you're vegetarian. Can you just not put the shrimp in it? Wait, was it? It's shrimp? oysters. Oysters, whatever. I mean, it's it's it's. <laughs> I g- forgot. It's good, but it's not good because oysters just make it incredible. Fine. But I mean, I can I could totally do that for you. Okay, thank you. It's very good. I make it every year. Oh. Yeah, it's my favorite. I I, I eat more of the dressing than I do the turkey. Oh my hands, god! Hands down, it's my favorite. So I was like, ooh, I love that. Like, you're I, just I, like Blair. You know, we're just so like Blair and Cher. Blair. I just combined your names. <laughs> Claire. 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 <laughs> Shit. It's okay. fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, we'll cut that, that out. That's a dollar in the, the 30 Rock jar. Yep. Um, so um, we find out that at the Gramercy Tavern, the chef is going to be making Blair's things mm-hmm. special for her. Yeah. Like and it's it's going to be all for them. And, yeah. But, you know, Eleanor is like, deal with the program. This is your family. And like, you see Blair kind of, you know, start to be like, oh, fine. I guess maybe this is kind of sweet. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm still going to be mad about it because I want to be mad about it. But I'm also sort of okay with this. Yeah. And then she gets, and so she's like, okay with it until like Dorota runs into her. And she's like, Miss Blair, I can't, like, I uh, I can't it's, tell you this, but like, you know. But I want to tell you this, but I can't tell you. And right. I'm like, what are you doing, Dorota? If you can't tell her, then don't fucking say you know something. Yeah. And so she's like, who do you work for? I know. And she exposes the secret and oh. it's a box. It's a box. And what's inside the box? A massive fucking ring. Oh my God. Someone's going to get engaged. It's probably going to be Eleanor. Cyrus. Yeah, and uh, and Blair is pissed. She's so mad. Not pissed that like they are getting engaged. I think she kind of expected it, but I think she's getting she's pissed that like she hasn't been told. And like the yeah. way that Dorota was saying it too was like they're gonna wait until like you know they can tell everybody at dinner tomorrow. Yeah, and Blair's like, I'm not everybody. I'm me. I'm my mom's daughter. Like, I should know they... about this. I shouldn't be lumped up with everybody else. Yeah, but also everybody else is Cyrus's children. So like they're also. Th- somebody well like i mean there's aunts and um, sisters and siblings and and like and like aunts and other shit and uncles or whatever so like i feel like she just wants to kind of like you know like cyrus can tell his family the way he wants to but like i feel like with her and her mother because that's really that's that's all i really got they don't really have any relatives like there's no like grandmother grandmother waldorf at all like you don't ever see that it's just kind of just eleanor and blair yeah true um yeah, so it's 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 a bit disconcerting for Blair, and so that just gives her Poor more igni- uh, give more uh, ignition to be upset. She loves being mad. <laughs> I really think she likes being mad. Yeah, she, she does. needs something to be mad about because then otherwise, what would she plot? Yeah. So, um, so Lily is talking to Jenny on the couch at the Vanderwoodson slash Bass home. Yeah, they needed to like. Um, you know, Lily, she had told Rufus earlier on that, like, she needs to, you know, talk with somebody. It may not be Rufus at this time. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, you know, the best way to, like, reach her teens teens in general is somebody who's not necessarily a guardian or a parent, but, like, some kind of, like, authority figure. And she looks up to Lily in some Yeah, regards. she really does. So for her to, like, have kind of, like, a, a heart-to-heart with Lily might be, you know, advantageous for them to get, you know, further along 
and better away from her, you know, tendency to run away and try to like emancipate herself. Yeah. And so, so Jenny is, um, she's invited to stay with the Vanderwoodsons for a while. I saw your father today. Yeah, I had a feeling. I know you both need some time, so I, I convinced him to let you stay here for a while. And when you're ready, I would love to help you talk to him and make things right. Thanks for the offer. I really appreciate it. But, um, you don't know how he's been, so. Jenny, he's your father, and he loves you so much. And at least for the next couple years, you belong at home with him. Um, thank you, Mrs. Fast, for letting me stay here and everything. But I'm pretty tired, so I'm gonna... Okay, we'll get some rest. We can talk some more tomorrow. Oh, Jenny. And she's telling Lily, she's like, you don't know how Rufus has been. Like, he's not letting me do anything. And Lily's like, it's your dad, you know, like he's supposed to be like that. You're kind of being a kid. Yeah. And, and you need to really reach out to your father. You're yeah. Really, like really like suck it up. Yeah. And so then she um, leaves her purse and she's like, I'm tired. Thanks for this talk, but I'm going to go to sleep right now. And then since her purse is left with Lily, Lily obviously rifles through it. Yep. And she finds the emancipation papers. <gasps> yep. So she's like, oh shit, this is worse than I thought. Done. We yeah. best get, you know, on the horn with Rufus. And like, I, I love that the way that the lawyer said emancipation, like how she described it was as you want to tell your parents that you don't want to be their kid anymore. And that's like exactly what it is. But it's just like, it's such a jarring thought to think of like, it I is. don't want to be your kid anymore. Well, I mean like it's divorcing your, it's like divorcing a spouse. It's like, I don't want to be your husband anymore. I don't want to be your wife anymore. I don't, I want to sever ties with you. Yeah. Legally. Yeah. But like, I think divorces can be like marriage divorces can be amicable, but like parent children is like, that's something that's not ever amicable. Yeah, you that's know. kind of like, you know, you're stuck with me forever. Yeah, like, it's it's very strange. Yeah. Um, There's no, like, choice in the matter. Like, I didn't, like, you don't choose your parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you choose a spouse sometimes. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Rufus and Dan grocery shopping the day before Thanksgiving. No, the day of Thanksgiving. That's idiotic. Why would they do that? <sighs> White people. <laughs> White people. I honestly, this is not even a real thing. Like, are, are stores open on Thanksgiving? Is that even a thing? No, they're yeah. not. They're not open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because 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 the because the, the workers. Yeah. See, that's that's privilege right there. Yeah. That's some privilege. You're making people work on Thanksgiving. That's so that the rich people can shop. Yep. Yeah, because the rich people didn't plan in advance and ask their maids to do it. I don't know. Or their servants or whatever. Their servants, the fuck. yeah. Yeah, so Rufus and Dan are there shopping in things, um, for Thanksgiving, and they run into Aaron. So you're okay with it? Yeah, you're not being with us tonight? If uh, by okay you mean extraordinarily depressed, then yes. I miss her a lot. You know, in all the arguments you two have been having, I haven't once heard you tell her that. Oh my God, you're right. That's not that rare, is it? Aaron, what are you doing here? Uh, I live right around the corner. I'm just picking something up to take to, um... Oh, no, it's, it's all right. I can hear her name. <laughs> Serena's. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go and see if there are any pecans left. So, um, yeah, could you do me a favor and say hi to Serena's family for me? Because we all spent last Thanksgiving together. Yeah, absolutely. Except Bart, actually. There was this uh, this crazy thing with uh, with my dad and her mom and my mom, and it was 
I guess, like all things in Serena's life, it's very complicated. Serena's life is complicated? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but the Serena I know has long flowing blonde hair, towers over both of us. So is that the same one? I just don't see her as complicated. So, uh, would you say that they're cheddar people or more goatee? Uh, Serena's not that big in a cheese thing. I'm gonna go with the uh, wines of Southern Falls. Well, I guess you don't know her as well as you think you know. She doesn't drink anymore. Oh, sure. I mean, not problematically, of course. I mean, at least not for months. Wait, months? Yeah, well, you know, the thing in the spring with Georgina. You two are getting serious. I'm sure you guys talked about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go pick for this. And, um, Dan, blabbermouth. Idiot. Decides to like tell everything about he, uh, everything he knows about Serena to Aaron. It's so weird. He goes in this like little rambly rant. He's like, "Say hi to Serena's fam." Last year it was so weird. Serena's life is so complicated. Like it was so awkward. Blah blah blah. And Aaron's like, "Serena is complicated." That's not how I see her at all. And I wrote down, "Fuck off, Aaron." I know. Well, the thing is, is like he thought about um getting um Dan. Dan was like suggesting some red wine for uh, the party that he's going to because um, Aaron has to buy something to bring to the uh, Bass's house uh-huh. for uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, Aaron's like, oh, you know, like that won't work because, you know, Serena's sober. He's like, since when? Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Shut up. Like if, if your ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend says that she, he thinks that she's sober, then she's sober. You shut up, Dan. Yeah, but the thing is, this goes back to like Dan being like you know self righteous and just like you know. You shouldn't be lying. Yeah, and just like making sure that like you know, he. It's it's just. Ugh. Yeah, and it's like it gets it gets weird because, um, he starts talking about like yeah she she doesn't drink like as much anymore but like you know not as problematically as she used to and you know there was a whole thing with Georgina and like blah and blah, blah. Like, going into, like, why did you bring up Georgina Dan yeah he's going into like some way way back stuff and it's like this is not the time and to. place to discuss any of this nope and and also I just don't like people talking about, about Serena behind her back like yeah that's, like, that's what it comes down to fuck off Dan so. fuck off Aaron for thinking that Serena isn't complicated because <sighs> everyone's complicated it's okay to be a complicated woman it's fine you're a human being you're not like yeah. Ugh, I yeah. hate Aaron for saying that. I hate him so much. Yeah, I, well, like it kind of makes it kind of like dumbs her down a little. Yeah, bit. like oh, she's a simple girl. Like no one's simple. Um, yeah, it's just it's a weird it's a weird conversation too because I don't know, just like I don't like two guys talking about women in a way that like makes me uncomfortable. This is opposite of whatever the Bechdel pat test failed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> two guys talking to each other for a minute about a woman. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, I'm not here for this at no, all. so boring. Yeah, so... Not, it, she doesn't drink problematically anymore. Ugh. Yeah, and, and that's really judgy. It's so judgy. Yeah, so, you know, they they part. Uh, Aaron grabs a random basket. It's like, all right, I guess I'll just get this, bye. And he, they both leave. And um, after this, Blair, she is pissed about Eleanor and the nuptials and with the you know oncoming nuptials and so she decides to like just leave yeah she's like Dorota get it together we're leaving yeah because she's like you know she wants to with everybody else with me you know I'll stick it to her I'm just gonna disappear how she like that I'm yeah. not gonna be here for her she won't even notice that I'm gone because I'm just like everyone else in the family yeah. that's stupid but logic, it's like, logic it's a, is bad it's but Blair logic yeah. logic 
<laughs> New word, blogic, everyone. Blogic. It's when Blair does something that doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense to her. Yeah, it's just like she she's hurt, and you know how Blair lashes out, and this is just her way of just lashing out. She yeah. doesn't know how to like actually pro- process her feelings, like you know, like you should, like talking them out. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I mean, but you know, who, I mean, who really knows how to talk about their feelings? Not me. I am bad at talking about my feelings. I'll so I'm gonna put them all the way down, down to the ground. I can't even talk about my feelings with my therapist. Like, mm, I don't <laughs> feel bad. Everything's fine. I don't uh, know what, why. Why am I even here? I wish I had a therapist. That's uh, nice. It's not. I hate it. I hate going to therapist so much. Oh, um, because I'm only talking about my feelings. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, while this is going on, Nate he is at the gallery and he runs into Vanessa. Of course. And this is the first time you've seen Vanessa and Nate in the same kind of like vicinity since the uh part since the fashion show a couple weeks ago. That's right. And so he's at the gallery because he. Sorry, he's returning a Pixies box set that he borrowed from Rufus. Yeah, it's. I, it looks like the Doolittle box set from uh, their album Doolittle, which I actually <laughs> Can really you like. Imagine Nate listening to the Pixies. Actually, I could, which oh. is in the, in the in like a way that like you know he is trying to be Brooklyn and cool, and just like oh I like that band, and also like I feel like um, Pixies are really popular with stoners. Oh, true. Really popular with stoners. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he's talking with Vanessa, and he's like, I don't know how this happened, but I alienated everyone in my life. I alienated Dan, you, and Chuck, and... Jenny. Yeah, and Jenny, and it's it's kind of sad. You know, I feel bad for him yeah. a little bit. Nate? Hey, Vanessa. I didn't expect to see anyone here. I had some paperwork to catch up on, but it's Thanksgiving, it'd be quiet. Why are you here? Oh, I borrowed this Pixies box set from Rufus. I, um... I was gonna return it. I wrote a thank you note. If you could give it to him, that'd be that'd be nice. Why didn't you take it by the loft? Well, I think Dan likes me about as much as you do right now. So look, you and Chuck and Dan, I've somehow managed to alienate everyone. Look, if you could just give Rufus the CDs and, and a thank you note, I'd really appreciate that. Of course. Uh, Vanessa, listen, uh, take care of yourself. All right? Yeah, and like he, like, you know, says goodbye to Vanessa in a way that, like, it might be like the last time. Take care of yourself, Vanessa. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really sad. It's really sad. Cause, like, Nate, he, if nothing else, he, he's, complicated but like i feel like all the complication in his life are is from other sources like he is not complicated really. yeah but everyone around him is pretty complicated he's yeah actually, which makes him complicated right and so like he's going through a lot of shit but it's a lot of things are kind of like thrusted onto him yeah and it's it's more his character is definitely more reaction based than yeah. like um actively doing things like blair is right and he's like, I have to deal with all this shit that happens to me. And like, so the take care of yourself, Vanessa, I think kind of stems from him not knowing whether he's going with his dad to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of saying goodbye to her in case he decides to do that because he's considering it now because he wants to be with his family. But also like he has nothing really like, here to keep him here. Exactly. Like he has no friends, really. Yeah, he has no friends. Like he doesn't have a house because like it's all been seized. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just sad. So he might be going to the Caribbean. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bummer. So, Serena, it is now Thanksgiving, and Serena is dressed up for Thanksgiving. In a weird outfit. 
we'll talk about, about that later. later. <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking to Chuck and like imploring him, "Hey, don't talk about my past with um with uh, with Aaron. Like I am, you know, I finally just got him to myself, and I'm not trying to like get it, you know, ruined by like talking about my past. So like, just shut up, don't tell anything." He's like, "Okay." He's like, "You're lying to him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's a lie of omission, essentially. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's a straight straight up lie. It's a straight up lie. Yeah, it's not even a lie of omission. Yeah. And, you know, because, you know, Serena Logic is the worst logic. Yeah, Serena Logic is like, if he knows me, he'll hate me, which is the same thing that happened with Dan. Because it was like the whole, it's actually the same thing that's happening because she was afraid of revealing her party girl background to him because he, like, held her on a pedestal being this perfect person who didn't have a past that was, you know, kind of, like, you know, uh, not something teens should do. Mm -hmm. And, um... And now the same thing's happening with Aaron, and he's expecting her to be someone that she isn't. Well, not even so much expecting, like, she, because, like, he said he was sober. Oh, yeah, and then she said, I'm also sober. That's true. Right, so, like, he's he doesn't have any actual expectations for her, but because of her past relationship with Dan, it's fucked her up, and she, she just assumes yeah. that, like, he's gonna judge me. That's very true. And this is what happens to so many people, myself included, when some guy you have, like, a really fucked up relationship with, it ruins you for so many other relationships. <laughs> it's like, fuck, because you think, like, oh, well, like, my this dickhead was a dickhead to me, so I'm assuming all men are dickheads, and it's like, oh, we have to give guys a chance. So, and like in this in this way, like Aaron, he doesn't have any expectations for her, but she has such high expectations for herself because mm-hmm. she had to go through like this year of like intense scrutiny with Dan in some regards because he put her on this he's pedestal. So judgy, and he's so judgmental, and he's so self righteous, and so for her, she like it was kind of just a reactive like, oh, well, I'll just be whatever you want me to be. Yeah, because because she's because she wants to please she everybody. Also, yeah, she loses herself in relationships because mm-hmm. she's trying so hard to be like the perfect person for whoever she's dating, and that stems probably from her mother as well, from her mother's relationships. Like, there's oh a God. lot of things going on here. Poor Serena. So Serena, I know I'm always here for Serena. So like. Yeah, it's it's a lot happening, and um, she's just trying to keep the facade going, of and so her she, perfect of her perfect sobriety. Uh, yeah. yeah, so she's like implores Dan, uh, of Chuck, like, please don't say anything. You know, I'll tell him on my own, you know, schedule or whatever. And he's like, okay, whatever. And then Aaron shows up um, at the house, and he she says hi, and he's like hi like really unenthusiastically yeah and he's like oh she's like what's going on it's like oh i ran into dan at the store and he told me about this girl named regina and about like how you used to be a party girl and and serena's like pissed she's like what the fuck like, yeah because dan's like why why would dan say why would he bring up georgina it doesn't make any sense why he would bring up georgina but like dan would bring up georgina yeah well he he talks all the time yeah this is the thing this is a common thread that happened like that vanessa always brings up too is like how much he like just babbles on and on yeah he doesn't because like in a maybe i'm just being a little like uh, analyzing everybody today but i'm i'm in a mood so anyway (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i mean he doesn't have a lot of friends (laughs) and so like when he you know only friends he really has is like vanessa and to a certain extent his sister and his father so like he doesn't talk to people a lot so when you do like people who like i know i when i was growing up i didn't have a lot of friends so like when i did meet somebody i was like i'm gonna tell you everything about me forever and ever and just blabber <laughs> on and on and on until someone had to tell me to shut the fuck up so i feel like that kind of stems from that it just like starts going on these tangents and then continues to go on and on and on and things like this like things that should not have been said to him like georgina 
pop yeah. up in like it's not okay yeah so serena's pissed she's like Ugh, i had an ex-boyfriend who didn't have social you know yeah. social cues to but read, also, like, like so social situations serena what serena does to like mitigate this issue is she's like oh you know dan's lying about everything he's not over me and you know what? I, it's it's an acceptable excuse mm-hmm. in this situation. I'm here he's, for it. Yeah. She's like, you know what? That's he's, plausible. Yeah. He's definitely not over her. Yeah. He's and kind and, of being weird. Yeah. And so Aaron's like, okay, good enough. Yeah. He believes it. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah. So. Fuck, Dan. Fuck off, Dan. Yeah. So. Fuck off, Aaron. Fuck off, Dan. Serena, you're too good for these guys. Don't date either of them. I know. I want Serena just to like, you know. Go off into the distance and like, you know. Go marry Ryan Reynolds and have wonderfully angelic white babies. I mean, congratulations actually to Blake Lively. Congratulations to Taylor Swift on her friend Blake Lively having a baby. <laughs> that was my favorite headline that came out in the last week. Oh my God. Yeah. So some, I think it was like Mashable. Mashable. Yeah. yeah. Mashable posted an article that was congratulating Taylor Swift on her friend Blake Lively having a baby. Apparently, like, Taylor Swift came, in, came through, like, thirsty as fuck. Like, as soon as, like, the baby came out, she was, like, they were within, like, an hour. Oh. I didn't even know they were friends. Oh, they're friends. They're, oh. like, they're buddies. She was at the, 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 um... Gross. That 4th of July party. And they, like, became friends, I guess, last year around this time because they were like, hanging out in, like, Australia. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know what these people do. I know. I follow them on Instagram. <laughs> well, well, I follow I follow Blake Lively, and uh, sometimes I see Taylor Swift in the, in the feed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't like. I don't see them being friends. I don't know. It's weird to me. I feel they're like both tall and blonde. Yeah, but like, I don't know. They're they're hmm. They both kind of live in the New York area. Yeah, I don't know. Like Taylor Swift is like a lot younger too. I think they're only two years. Oh, oh. three years. Okay, I assume like, Taylor like, Swift. Like Blake is like, Lively's like twenty nine. She's like your age. Okay, I thought Taylor Swift was like twenty two, but that's not true. Yeah, that's just her song. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, Blake. Um, uh, what's her face? She's turning twenty seven this year. What? Like December. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah. Fuck it, off, Dan. Nothing about that. Yeah, nothing about that snake, Taylor Swift. Um, oh my God! Congratulations <laughs> to her friend. Congratulations to her for her friend having a baby. Yes. Yeah, so congratulations. Yeah, but also think congratulations to Blake Lively and the baby. Yeah, you're you've got two kids now. Is that yeah, two yeah. kids, two babies, two babies. Okay. So back at the back at uh, the gallery, uh, Vanessa she's leaving um, the gallery and five O comes through the FBI. It's weird. Yep. It's a man of color. Yeah, and he asks her about Nate. Yeah. And cutscene. Cutscene's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So something's happening. Yeah, and so Vanessa, she calls Chuck. Yeah. For help. And she's like, you know how hard this conversation you know how hard this call is for me to make. Like I wouldn't reach out to you unless it was something important. And it's about Nate. And Chuck is like, Oh, not really friends anymore. She's like, it's serious. He's going through something. The FBI asked, talked to me about him and about his father. I think he's doing some shit. We need to like get him, get Nate, talk to him. Yeah, out. we need to help him out, even right. though like we're not on speaking terms or like friendly or anything. He's still he's still a person we, we care, care about. about. Yeah, like right now we're not cool, but like he's still like you know my buddy, my friend. We need to like figure it out. <laughs> my buddy, my friend. Yep, we're uh, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like OG, we're family. <laughs> Just like that. OG is Olive Garden. They didn't catch oh my drift. god! <laughs> Amazing. I want to go to Olive Garden. Can we uh, go there for my birthday? Absolutely, we can. Okay. I love Olive Garden. I am here for it. 
So, Dorota and Blair, they're walking around the Upper East Side trying to figure out what to do because they have they have left their home like a like a Charles Dickens novel. They're wandering the, the Upper East Side together. And um Blair um Blair is like, you know, infuriated because she, you know, she is she's she hasn't been cast aside, but well, she feels cast aside. Yeah, but even though she hasn't been. Yeah. And um Eleanor is calling Dorota. <laughs> <laughs> and the ringtone is Britney Spears Slave for You. Yeah. yeah, it's so great. So That's, great. Dorota's ringtone is amazing. And Blair's like, don't you dare answer that phone. So they're so uh Dorota suggests they go to the park to feed the duckies. And that's like Blair's like, okay, fine. You know, I'm not a monster. I won't deny the ducks their dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a childhood pastime that she's so do. cute. It's very cute. But that's just like, that's, I, I love that Blair brings Dorota to wander with her. Just like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And they're trying to figure out things to do because you can't do anything in, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's nothing to do on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everything's closed. It's true. Except for that one grocery store that Rufus and Dan went to. <laughs> and Aaron. <laughs> Oh. Why do you do last minute Thanksgiving shopping? Like honestly, I mean, I I've been guilty to like like shop that Wednesday before no. because I'm the worst. I'm like, oh, I forgot. I, I, it's like only like something stupid. Like, I forgot. Oh, I like, forgot salt. Well, like I would forget like cranberry like cranberry sauce or um celery for like the for the stuffing stuffing. Well, we call it dressing. The dressing. Yeah. So yeah, just um stuff like that. So I but it's it's Wednesday before it's out Thanksgiving Day. So. Yeah. But anyway, so Serena, she's not drinking. She is um She's like, Mom, don't serve me champagne. I'm only seventeen. Which is like the first time we've like, you know, gotten some kind of like recognition that these children are drinking. Alcohol. Yeah, they're seventeen. They're not supposed to be drinking for another four years. And I love Sir I love like Lily's like, Oh, excuse me. I know, it's so funny. And she's like, I don't know, it's just it's so uncustomary of Serena to say no to like celebratory champagne. Right. She's like, it's like, but it's but it's Thanksgiving, we can have a glass of wine. It's yeah. fine. But I'm seventeen. It's a special occasion. So it's it's funny. Really funny. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, and Eric he's going through his uh dossier. Oh my god. So Eric, um with so Chuck has shown Eric that there is a safe that he knows a combination to where Bart keeps all of his secrets. There's literal gold bars in there. We'll talk about that later. There's some like low tech, low tech in there that yeah. I definitely want to talk about later. Yeah. And so um, he, he finds thick files on everyone. There's a very thick file on Lily and Serena. And then there's a less thick file on Eric. And he's showing Jenny all this stuff. And Jenny's like, I'm sorry. Where are my emancipation papers? <laughs> <laughs> like, Eric's dropping this huge bombshell on you. And you're just like, me, 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 me. That's Jenny, though. It's true. Like, to some degree. Like, she's very, like, involved to a certain degree. It's true. But she's like there in the mayhem. But she's like, so how do I fit into this? But what about me? What about me? Me, 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 me. It's all about me. Uh, <laughs> that was so beautiful. Thank you. And Lily's calling Jenny and Eric to be social. And they're like, okay, fine, coming. Yeah, because she knows that Rufus is on the way. Yeah. And Rufus and Dan show up. And it's awkward. Yep. Because Dan's, Dan's like you know hated by Aaron because he's like 
You're the last person I wanted to see here. Why are you lying about Serena? And Dad's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. Like, what did she tell you? I'm definitely not lying. Blah, 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 blah. And then Serena comes in. She's like, what's going on? And he, like, Dan's like, he's accusing me of lying. And she was like, well, maybe, you, like, and it's just, the, the exchange is really funny. Because, like, you know, um, Dan and Serena obviously have a past. But, like, you know, they still can't read each other's signals, which is really funny to me. <laughs> like... Because he's like, like Dan's so completely clueless about he, so much. Like, like, it takes like blatant her saying and, that to like. And again, this is like goes back to like his social interactions. He doesn't know how to like be social and be with people because <laughs> he doesn't be fucking friends. He doesn't understand like you know social contracts or like communication skills or like body language. He doesn't understand that at all. He's totally oblivious. It's so funny. But he finally he it. finally gets it. He does. He's like, yeah, I lied. Sorry. And I was like, wow, nice job, Dan. Finally. Finally. It took Finally. Him, it took him like 30 minutes to get to the Damn, point. Humphrey. Damn, Humphrey. So, Ugh. yeah. So, like, and also it's awkward outside in, like, the kitchen area and, like, the dining room area because um, uh, Bart's like, who the, why, why the fuck is Rufus here? Yeah. And. Well, before before this, um, so Aaron leaves to have dinner with the Waldorfs and then. Serena and Dan do have like a, a moment where they clear clear things up. Heart and, to heart. And Serena's like, sorry, I panicked and I told him this. And then Dan's like, yeah, me too. Sorry, I should have kept my mouth shut. Like, yes, Dan, you should think that on a more often basis. You should keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Talk less, smile more. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> it's a Hamilton reference. Oh, fuck. That's I funny. just saw Hamilton on Tuesday. And let me tell you, it was amazing. I have not listened to the soundtrack at all. I, I just, th- I just, I don't even know, like, I know that it's about Hamilton and that's about it. Hamilton and Aaron Burr is in it. Okay. All right. I'm done <laughs> enough, talking about Hamilton. Enough of you. Sorry. Enough of you. I'm leaving. <laughs> sorry. I have Hamilton fever. Um, it was so hard for me to watch anything that's not Hamilton. Um, so... Yeah, so then Eric shows up with this conversation and he shows Serena the file on her too and she's like, what? And she's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I do dialogue extremely well. <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah, well, like she's pissed about it, you know, for, you know, obvious reasons because this is, it's just a, you know, invasion of privacy. Yeah. If nothing more or less than that. And fuck off, Bart. Yeah. Now, all like all everyone's problematic in this show. Yeah, there's so many issues. Eric's pretty cool. I like Eric. Yeah, he's pretty. Eric's like, good. Vanessa's good. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. So yeah, like, like there's there's a lot of tension going on in the room. Like Rufus is being, you know, he's waiting for Jenny to show up, and you know he's getting like you know steely eye glare from Bart because there's tension <laughs> there. Is there any gaze that Bart has that isn't steely eyed though? That's fair. Even when he's being like tender, like even like the last episode, <laughs> well, like quote unquote tender for him was like when he was tender. Well, like um, when he was like having like the you know heart to heart with Chuck last episode with oh, his yeah. mother, he used to look so terrifying. I was I like, know. how can you how can you open up to that? Like you can't. You're just like I can't. I can't tell you anything. Wall. Please no. I'm, it's a brick no. wall, and it's like I can't. Don't make me talk I to can't you. Com- I can't get comforted by a brick wall. You're like cold and like scary and scratchy yeah like a brick wall (laughs) (laughs) but um exactly brick wall yeah that's bart's new nickname um, brick bass yeah so it's like uh bark (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay sorry i'm a little i'm a little loopy moving on it's late okay so where are we now 
Um, we should talk about Rufus and Jenny. Yeah. So there's a there's there's a standoff in the living room. It is. Sorry, I didn't call you back. Okay, a lot has been happening. Agnes kicked me out. She burned all my dresses, and then I had to crash with Eric. I had nowhere else to go, and I couldn't tell anyone I was living here because then they tell you, and you'd be really mad. I'm not. I'm out of angry. Miss you too much. Dad. Please don't try to guilt trip me right now, okay? Your brother helped me realize that I haven't told you something, something important. What? I love you, Jenny. I love you so much. I'm willing to let you go if that's what it's going to take to get you back. And when the time comes for a court hearing, I won't stand in your way. But there's nothing you can do to make me stop loving you. I'm sorry. Um, Rufus, he like tells Jenny something that he hasn't really actually told her, and something that br- that Dan brought up earlier in the episode is that like he loves her, which is really sad that he, he loves her. And no matter her. what you do, I won't stop loving you. And even that means like letting you go to find yourself, I'll do it. And he's hoping that like this will bring him ba- bring her back to him. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It she doesn't. Says, Sorry, She's, and then she leaves with her papers. Yeah. And no coat on, just like leaves oh my God. the house with nothing. In it's hand. a very sad moment because Rufus is like waving the white flag. Essentially, he's like, "Come yeah. home, I will let you do whatever you want." And she's like, "No." And I think it's it's mostly because of pride at this point mm-hmm. and fear. Yeah, because like you know she doesn't really know what she's doing. Yeah, and she really hasn't known she's doing. She's kind of just going through the motions in some degree. Like she's just trying to fight the good fight and trying to go through it. But, you know, she is coming up empty. And this is kind of her last such effort to kind of, you know, like all this, all this I've done to get to this what point. What is it for? Yeah. She doesn't want, she doesn't want all of it gone in vain, essentially. And so yeah. she's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see this through. But she's not really looking at the big picture. She's just like kind of like forging ahead and looking very, you know, linear and not, you know, actually doing what she yeah. needs to do. So Vanessa and Chuck, they get they convince Nate to come to the to the um to the gallery. And essentially stage an intervention with the FBI agent. Yeah, and say like this is going on. Yeah. And the FBI agent, you know, like steps out of the room so him so that the the three of them can yeah. discuss what's going on. Yeah, so the FBI agent tells Nate that it's getting far worse than what he's already done. Like he's already done embezzlement and like that kind of stuff. And laundering and shit yeah. and fraud. And so he says what the captain's planning on doing is um using kidnapping to extort uh, money from the Vanderbilts. Yeah. And we find out he's been trying to get in touch with the grandparents, and it's and Nate's just like shocked that his dad would do something like that. That yeah, like he would, but it's kid- desperate. Yeah, it's desperate. Like he's gonna like hold his his mother and um his son for ransom. Yeah, so they his wouldn't. Wife and son. Yeah, and it's just it's fucked up. Yeah, but it's, it's really sucky. It's really sucky, and this and you know Nate is overwhelmed. He's just like, this is too much. Like I am seventeen years old. I shouldn't be having to deal with this shit. I, have, I, I shouldn't have to be like you know fucking you know conscience, the fucking compass, you know, for my father who's a grown ass man. You know, he should be. You know, he should be doing that for me. Right, if exactly. Anything. So like, but you know, your father's a corrupt man. So you know, you gotta kind of go with emotions and. You know, uh, Vanessa and uh, Chuck, they're trying to be, you know, supportive. Yeah. And they they also tell Nate that he has an option to, like, turn his dad in 
and they could probably have you know their life back yeah to some degree because like a lot of what was seized was because um the captain left the country right and like if he if he was in custody then they would have all of their stuff back for the most part because a lot of the stuff belonged to the vanderbilts yeah like it was like it was like her money pretty much to some degree too because you know like i feel like the house was was a vanderbilt yeah definitely so yeah so like there's um but like you know in order for this to happen though the captain has to turn himself in fuck the captain so nate has like now the task of having to get his father to to uh to um, surrender to the FBI. I know. <laughs> Which is a huge burden for a 70 year old child to do. So sad. And the fucked up thing is, like, he had, because, you know, his mother is the one who, like, because like, like, that's why the FBI can't go to the mother, you know, Anne, because she's the one who, like, let, had him arrange for him to leave the country in the first place. Yeah. So they know they can't go to her. She's an accomplice, essentially. And she is surprisingly not arrested. But, um, but she's the wife, so she can't be, right? well she can't be but like because like it's teensy people but like she's still an accomplice to like, oh true yeah to like you know fleet into a onto a fugitive so yeah. like you know that's it's murky it's very murky so like that's why they're trying to like the easiest way into this is to get to nate and yeah. try to like get him to flip and um you know convince his father to um surrender himself over so yeah, so he heads yeah. back home, and you find out that Daddy Archibald is packed, ready to go. He's like, "Come on, dude, let's go. We got we got a plane to catch." And Nate's like, uh, "Are you gonna hold us for ransom?" And, and he essentially confronts his father about what he just found out because, like, so Nate's original understanding was that he was just gonna go live with his dad in the Caribbean, and now he's like finding out that he's being used um, for money, and the captain's like. Well, yeah, but the money's not just for me. It's also for you. Like, you should come with me anyway. And it's like, Nate's not having any of it. And he's like, the FBI is coming. You can either leave through the service elevator, ruin our relationship forever, or you can turn yourself in. Yeah, and so, oh shit, oh shit. So, meanwhile. (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the Bass House. The Basses. The Basses. The yeah. Bastard Woodsons. Ooh, yeah. Bastard Woodsons. Yes, that's right. Um, so we've Lily finds out that Bart had the dossier on the kids as well. Even though she knew about hers and she was like sort of okay with it, she was livid that he was also having the kids tracked. And she like kind of goes on a, a rant about it. She's like, we're not looking out for them. We're treating them they're like they're criminals in their own home. And Bart's like, but we have to protect them. We have to know everything about them. And it's like Bart's being a dick face. Yeah, he just like he's being controlling. And the thing is, yeah. and, and the ironic thing about all of this is that like his son is the most out of control. Yeah, and he's trying to control these people who are like basically really like down to earth. Yeah, but like I mean, like yeah, they have like their you know in a way they have their you know concern, they have their their issues, they have like their situations they're in, but it's nothing compared to like Chuck. Yeah, like why was there no Chuck file? I'm sure there's like a whole thing, but like there's a different cabinet. Yeah, or you know, I mean, like Chuck has his own PI, so like there's like a whole different thing going on there, and that, but. I don't know. It's 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 just weird how he's policing them. I don't like it. And it and hate and, and neither does Lily. And so Lily's like, I'm taking my children and we're leaving here. Yeah, thank God. So um Ugh. 
So then um, we go to where, where? What restaurant are they at? Eric and Lily. Well, they're going to this. They went to the same diner they went to last year. Okay, yeah. So it's a it diner. French fries. Yeah, the Thanksgiving last year, and they were gonna eat French fries. So we find out that Serena has taken her file and gone somewhere. But Eric and Lily are at this diner together eating their French fries. Eric is convinced that she went to go burn it. Yeah. <laughs> and Lily's like, I wish I wouldn't burn mine. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Eric says, you know, I lied earlier. I actually did le- read your file. And Lily's like, what'd you find out? And we find out that Lily was also institutionalized um, for her mental health. And she didn't tell Eric about it. And Eric's like, why didn't you tell me when I was at the Ostroff Center? Like, that's something that we could have talked about. And, you know, we find out that Lily was not ready to talk about it. She's still not ready to talk about it because it happened when she was 19. Yeah. And she's she also wanted to be strong for her son, which I, I get to yeah. a certain degree. Like she, also, that's like not something you want to talk about with your children just generally. Yeah, because I, I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to not to be problematic here. But like the issue is that like she didn't want him thinking that, you know, you can't try to commit suicide she didn't want she didn't want want that happening i guess like if she if he knew that she did something similar yeah but we don't know what she did right we We have no idea she was institutionalized um, but yeah like there's this weird thin line where like she was trying to keep private but she also didn't want him feeling like it was exception it was acceptable yeah yeah i don't know i don't know it's like it's not something you're like oh hey you know kid i this i mean i guess when your son is institutionalized you would tell him but you don't necessarily have to, especially like it's also it's also a matter of your own mental health that if you mm-hmm. want to share it with people. And so I understand it. And Eric is, you know, classic Eric. He's very understanding. And he's like, you know what, mom, when you're ready to talk about it, we can talk about it. Which is really lovely. And um, and I really enjoy their relationship a lot. Yeah. I think that's one of my favorites in the, in the show is the relationship between Eric and Lily. Eric is so wise beyond his years. He is. But. Yeah, we, we talked about this before, kind of like how like the gig character always yeah. like a wise character, but it's, it it almost like trope. he does he does sort of have his own life, but also it feels like he's just a um he's used as a way to sort out other people's lives. A surrogate, a surrogate yeah. for like therapy. Yeah, exactly. Like he <laughs> he he sort of is going to have like this John. Like what what even we don't even find out what happened with the Jonathan thing. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. So they're um. So they're kind of like you know eating their french fries and uh lily has the suggestion to like there's someplace else to go for thanksgiving real thanksgiving real thanksgiving um serena she goes to aaron and he she gives him the dossier yeah and she's like if you like read it you'll read all about me i don't want any secrets between us and he's like okay okay and then um, you go to Jenny and Blair. We also find out that Eleanor has asked Serena to text Blair because Blair's not answering her calls. Right. And then we find out that she's at 5th and 71st. Yep. Wherever that is. I don't know. <laughs> no, but Fifth it, it, Ave and that's 71st is... That's Upper East Side. Yeah. And then where's where's 5th? 5th is... Is that like the one that's right by the park? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, um... So then Jenny has left the party and she sees Blair walking around with Dorota. And Blair's like, what are you doing here? And then Jenny tells her everything about her dad. What are you doing? My dad and I got in a fight. I was crashing at Eric's and he finally chased me down. You're lucky. You have a family who fights for you. Mine doesn't even care if I'm there. Oh, your mom loves you in her own way, Blair. But the way your father loves you. I've never had that. 
my own dad, as sweet as he is, isn't here. Your father will go anywhere for you, anytime. I know, because I've sometimes even made it happen. <laughs> What? What? Is my hair? No, <laughs> you're just wrong. Jenny, you look cold. Yeah. Come on, dear. You've made your point. I don't think I have. Well, I think that you might feel differently when you find out what I have been waiting to show you. That's a terrific idea. Everyone should be where they belong on Thanksgiving. With their families. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, which we'll is it's a you. weird condition. Um, but I sort of don't understand why she did that, but it feels petty. It, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think also just like she, she wants... I feel like with Blair, she respects Jenny to yeah, a certain degree, definitely. and I think oh, she'll, there's a there's kind of like a Kendrick spirit in between them that they're both very hard headed and very headstrong, mm-hmm. and she knows that like you know Rufus cares about her, cares about his child, and should be with his child, and she like well you know what he, she should go home too, so Jenny is brought home to uh, Brooklyn by Eleanor in the cab, and. We go to um, the captain. So he ends up answering the door and turns himself in. Yeah. And it's it's a great moment for the captain kind of like, you know, like, you know. It's a little bit like a redemption. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you see Nate, he's being strong. And he's, and he, and you could see like the restoration of Nate's respect for his father yeah. kind of like wall up in his chest and Anne's having a moment. She's like, please don't go. Why are you doing this? Please. And it's, it's heartbreaking because it's like sad. it's her husband, it's her husband. And like all this, the purpose is, you know, she loves him. She like, you know, risked, you know, um, rejection from her family for him. She like paid him to like be, you know, fled out of the country you know, she loves him and she's gone to great lengths to make sure that he has been protected. Yeah. And seeing that all unravel is pretty hard. I'm sure. Also, that's like literally her only role in the show is the captain's wife. Yeah, I know. It's, a it's weird. It's a bummer. It's like it's that's my husband and I'm his wife. Pretty much. So, um, um, yeah. So. So then Chuck and Vanessa show up to Nate's and he's like, yeah, we have the house back. And we just need to get some electricity. Then Chuck leaves to give them a moment. Yeah, and which uh, is like it's really sweet, actually. And um, Vanessa, she you know essentially says like she says I still, and that's it. Yeah, you know she's like you know it's obvious that she still has feelings for Nate, right? And he has feelings for her too. And she kind of wanted to make sure that like there was no kind of like tensions between him and Jenny. Yeah. He's like, I haven't heard from Jenny in weeks, so like, I don't know what's going on there. And so he's like, yeah, you want to get together sometime? And I'm like, finally, Nate and Vanessa back together. Yes, because I'm here for Vanessa so and good. Nate, and that Nate will be interested again. I know, he'll be aioli instead of mayonnaise. Yeah, we're not about it. Love having aioli boy back. Mm-hmm. And Chuck and uh, Nate decided to get drunk because they've, been through, because they've been through some stuff. Oh my God. And he deserves a drink. Yeah. Uh, Blair comes home and guess who's there? 
the surprise that you know Eleanor was waiting to tell uh, um, Blair about, but not it's Harold, the, not the engagement, not the engagement, which Eleanor, not Eleanor, but Blair blurted out. Yeah, she's so Blair's dad's home, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're the surprise, Daddy! I thought the surprise was that you were engaged." And Eleanor is like, "Oh, oh that's also are. a thing, I guess. We're engaged too. Ah. Yeah. It's really cute though, and uh, Harold brings pie, and it's great." And I like I love this because you know Eleanor had brought Harold back so she could he could meet Cyrus so that mm-hmm. you know he's he's essentially going to be Blair's stepdad and like not raising her but like you know being her stepdad right. and so she wanted his approval before they got married which also he's moving in so what is really that approval going to do nothing yeah yeah but I mean I guess just like kind of like his blessing yeah. essentially yeah exactly is what she wanted but it's it's, it's a form of respect that for pie sure. looked so good it did I damn I that pie Same. I had I had two slices of pumpkin pie yesterday I haven't had oh pumpkin pie in a year it's so good it's so good this year oh my god where'd you get pie so uh, for September birthdays at work, they got uh, oh, pumpkin. Nice. They got pies for everyone. They had apple pie and pumpkin pie. And nice. I asked my coworker, "Should I get two slices of pie?" She's like, "Yeah, one of each is a good idea." And I said, "No, two of pumpkin <laughs> pie." Yeah, totally. totally I did valid. it. Yeah, so it's really cute. Just the 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 family kind of together. I know. And then Rufus and Dan are home, and the, the house is quiet, and they're they're both kind of just like, "I wish Jenny was here. I thought she'd be here." And then Jenny pops up. Oh, here you are. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> I don't I don't want to not be your daughter. Guys, <laughs> I can't breathe. Good. <laughs> She's like, Dad, I love you too. And she tears out the papers, and it's they, like, it's and they all smother in her cu- hugs and kisses. It's very sweet. They're a fam again. Family. 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 Love that. Yeah, and then Aaron goes to Serena, and he tells her that you know she didn't. He doesn't need to read the the you know the um, the dossier. Dossier. I almost said attaché. <laughs> so many French words. Stupid. But yeah, the the dossier and that, you know, whatever she needs to tell him, she can tell him himself, herself that like, you know, yeah. he doesn't need to read her file. Like, That's, whatever you want to tell me, tell me. It's like different than what Dan did. He's like, it tell is. me everything. Yeah, exactly. Tell me everything about your past. Yeah. And so it's nice change and it's, you know, and it, and it gives Serena, you know, something else to it's it's a new relationship and it's finally branching her away from Nate, from Dan yeah. in a way that she hasn't really been branched off for because like you know we've talked about like how like Aaron is a lot like Dan without the neuroses and that's what I feel like it's going on like he is artistic like Dan but like he doesn't have all these like neuroses he doesn't have all these like you know phobias and like fears of shit (laughs) and you know he's he's not suspicious and like you know and you know he's not you know self-righteous in the way that Dan is I like that Aaron did that I like he's like I don't need to read this you know you can just be you and you can be who you want to be yeah it's also a sign of maturity too because like Aaron's older so like there's so like there's differences and I mean I'm not the biggest fan of Aaron but I like him more than Dan um because Dan's the worst um (laughs) damn Humphrey damn Humphrey um so yeah relationship Trust the girl that you're with. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, if you're with somebody, trust what they say. You know, it's okay to, you know, it's not gullible. Just, like, be open. Don't always, 
you know, suspect don't the worst. Don't be like us. Yeah, don't yeah, don't be like us. Like trust people. I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone. I'm constantly sus of everyone. Yeah, I'm like, mm, why? What? Yeah. Why? Why are you doing something nice for me? That's what do you want? What do you, what do you want? want? What's your angle? Yeah. What are you looking for? Why did for? you bring me this LaCroix earlier? Yeah, what's your what's you're your gonna, deal? You're going to ask me for a LaCroix later. <laughs> right, exactly. Will I have to like, you know, pay it forward to you? That's right. I'm not about that life. Fuck that. Indeed. And so Rufus, he starts making dinner, and then Lily and Aaron, sh- Eric, show up, and uh, he's like, oh, "This is the only place we wanted to be. This is we wanted some place to feel like home." And there's a moment between Lily and R- Rufus, which is like, "Anyone home?" Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I don't know. It's Thanksgiving, and I couldn't think of anywhere that felt more like home. I'm glad to see that you couldn't either. <laughs> e, call Serena. I left a message already. What about Bart? Not coming. All right. Well, dinner's way behind schedule, so uh, who wants to start cooking? I do. Hey, Vanessa. And Vanessa's there, and Vanessa and Jenny, they kind of, like, have, like, a truce. They're like... Hi. I'm glad you're back. I thought you are so mad at me. I was. Look, I'm really, really sorry about Nate. I mean, if it's any consolation, I don't think he ever really liked me anyway. I mean, I haven't heard from him in weeks, so. <laughs> well, our friendship is more important than some guy, right? Yeah. So, let's just eat some turkey and put it behind us. Okay. <laughs> I missed you. Yeah, so you find out that they both haven't talked to each other in weeks, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, so they, they hug, they make up and everything is good. Or is it? Or is it? So they're making dinner. They whipped out the dinner very quickly, mind so you. So fast. What did they so. make? They made like. They made turkey a whole ass meal. They made an entire turkey. Where'd they even get the turkey from? No idea. They buy it at the grocery store? I don't believe that. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fucking food. I have no one wanted to want to them, but it took them like no time. Oh my God. But they made this entire meal. And so everybody's like, you know, digging in and while, um, um, everybody's kind of cooking dinner and fixing up things for the meal. Vanessa, she finds a letter from Nate <gasps> that he sent weeks ago. And she takes it. And she takes it. Vanessa! And then she later reads it. <gasps> and reads it, Nate cares still cares for Jenny. Jenny. And Vanessa, what are you doing? That's how the episode ends, pretty yeah. much. You like kind of like see Nate. Oh. Well, you see like Nate and Chuck like you know drinking in a limo and you know enjoying themselves. Well, you find out a, a very a very like cl- not cliffhangery thing, but something that happens at the very end of this episode is that Bart is calling his PI and he's like, "I need to know why oh, Lily yeah. was in the sanatorium. I need to know everything." Yeah. So he's being more, even more, more Bart. Also being more like Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Relation tips. Be like Dan. That's what Bart thinks. Yeah. So don't do that though. Please don't do that. That's a, that's a that's extremely a terrible. Really great. So yeah, uh, that is the episode though. That's the episode. A lot happened, like yeah. every episode. Yeah, but this is very intense. So we'll be right back after this message. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Sorry Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending that they're actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like these are my glasses. My new glasses aren't cute. Like they didn't even have prescriptions? Oh yeah, they didn't have prescriptions. And I was just like out here. I'm looking, here for this. And actually actually like got a guy's number off like i look your glasses like thank oh you God. so if you want a guy's number or girl's number or whomever you de- desire or number just general attention 
And you can do that too. I mean, who doesn't want numbers or attention? You can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash postloudness and you know they came from us. Again, that is warbyparkertrial.com slash postloudness to get your free five-day home try-on. And now back to the show. All right, fashion, 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 fashion. fashion. fashion okay, so let's talk about Serena's hair for a minute. Okay, so very first scene, not very first scene, like very beginning of it. She has very like, nice hair. Really? Because she didn't. Because it was with like the, with the Aaron. No, 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 no. Oh. There was like in the hallway in school. Oh. And she had like a rat's nest thing going on. Yeah. She had like a lot of, it was like braids that weren't finished and like you were kind of like loose, but like it was kind of like. Not in a cute way. Yeah. I, I think she was trying to pull off the ethereal look, but it did not work because it just looked a lot. Because it's just, winter. You can't be ethereal in winter. You literally just cannot do it. <laughs> yeah. And it was not cute. Um, So I was not here for that at all. Um, I really loved Blair's green dress that she wore for Thanksgiving. Oh my god, so cute! It's so so Blair, so cute, so cute. Um, Um, I hated Serena's outfit for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was. I wasn't sure what was going on there. So she had this outfit. It was like a like it, it looked Snow White in in color. And it was a let's see, I wrote this down. It was like a it was like a red, uh, red like silk capped shirt, blouse then, rather, and then like a, a very high waisted, a very like short mustard yellow skirt. Gold, yeah, gold skirt. Yeah, and um, it was like a pencil skirt, and it, it was was weird. Yeah, it was very short. I mean, that's fine, but like it's fine, but it looked weird. Yeah, I was not, I wasn't sure what was happening there. Um, and it, it didn't seem like a very Serena style thing either, because mm-hmm. she tends to wear like more flowy things, and mm-hmm. this felt like it wasn't her style. Yeah, and then her hair got even worse. <laughs> she had like a braid that would turn into a bow. Yeah, why? Why did? And it was a lot of braids. And it was just like I don't know. It looked like rustness. She hadn't combed her hair in a while. Um, there was so so when Chuck wore a vest. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. He, he did look like a Charles Finally. Dickens character, but like you Chuck know. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, That's great. I don't know where the name Chuck comes from. Charles, I, mean, I know, but like I don't know how it becomes Chuck. Who knows? It's weird. Um, Dorota's coat. Dorota's coat, so, so cute. cute, so cute. It's a red like cape. Oh, it's so I love capes. I want a cape so bad. I had a cape, <gasps> and it got a tear in it, and then no, yeah, and then I took it to like you know somewhere, and they fucking lost it. <gasps> I think they stole it. Quite, they frankly, definitely stole it because it was an awesome ass cape oh and they God. stole it. So if you're out there, listeners, and you see a cute <laughs> evergreen. Cape. I'm giving her a look right now. Like, what? What do you do when share? I don't know. I just want my cape back. Um, if you're in Washington D.C. and you see my retainer that I lost when I was in fourth grade, damn it! I have to put a dollar in the Thirty Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. And it had. It was a red cape, and it had like a fur collar on it. Oh, oh my god! god so, so cute. cute. Um, um, oh my god! I have a ton of black velvet. I should make a cape out of it. I was gonna make. Um. What was I gonna make? I don't know something dumb. It doesn't matter anymore. I was gonna, be, <laughs> I was gonna make a, a capris, but that's stupid. Why would I ever make capris that I made it? How did you feel about um, Jenny's plaid dress? I didn't like her dress. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It was like it was very like conservative, I guess, on top, but then it was very short. It was like it was very Jenny style. I don't like yeah. I don't like Jenny style, 
But then when um, Eleanor shows up and she gives her this amazing like giant scarf that looks so warm and oh, cozy. And I was like, I want this. It was a beautiful shawl. It was so beautiful. So pretty. Um, also, just like Le- Eleanor's outfit. It was cute. Eleanor's outfit was very Eleanor. Yeah, it was very it was, nice. like very just classy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved... Um, <laughs> I loved Cyrus's red turtleneck sweater. Oh my god, so cute! He looked like Paul Simon. (laughs) So cute. Um, what else are clothes? I don't have any other clothing things. Yeah. Um, Vanessa's clothes were probably terrible. I don't remember. It was not cute. It was like the last outfit she had was like this maroon striped dress. Why did they give her such shitty clothes? I know. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I feel like this happens a lot with like. Maybe this is me just overthinking it, but maybe not. A lot of POCs sometimes in the shows where like, was like a lot of white cast. So they did this the character of Angela on Boy Meets World. Oh my god, they fucked her up. They fucked her hair up. Like season five, Angela's hair was horrible. What was her hair in season five? Like they were like they had like at one point they had like um Bantu twists where like their braids that you like twist them into little knots. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. But that was but then, like they like they were it, they were not finished. Then one point, they just had our hair kind of just like out here, just like not combed, yeah. and just had a cap on it. And I was like, why? Because everyone in the show is white, and she why? has to look extremely black. Yeah, and it's just like y'all just out making her out here, just like there was like there was one one season that I liked her hair. That last season, no, well, not, yeah, last season, season seven, her hair was like in micro braids and it was blonde and her hair was kind of curled and it was beautiful. Oh, I liked that a lot. It looked beautiful. I mean, because like, she's so pretty. Because the thing is, like, natural hair, I have natural hair. You can make it beautiful, but then sometimes it can look bogish. And they had her out here looking terrible. What does natural mean in this context? Like, not like relaxed? Yeah, not okay. relaxed with no, with no chemical, ingre- okay. no, no chemical treatment to your yeah. hair. So, like, just your natural texture, your natural curl pattern. Mm-hmm. It can be beautiful. It is Shares beautiful. hair is always beautiful. Okay, enough. It's but like, <laughs> enough. But, you know, it's it's beautiful, beautiful hair. And Angela's hair was beautiful in Women's World. It was a show that's not the show, but, like, I'm going on a tangent a little bit. But, like, I feel like this happens a lot with, like, POC characters who are in, you know, They're like, you shows with, like, white ca- cast. They yeah. just kind of just leave them looking terrible. And I blame a lot of the makeup artists. I also, so Vanessa's, her makeup is always weird. Yeah. And it's always, like, too... Um, out there like it's it's never it's uh, i don't know like the colors are always a little bit off and it's it's and kinda, always like a little seventh grade yeah exactly and i feel like the kind of was like well she's whimsical she's, she's like artsy you know and, and like, I, I sort of see her fashion choices being a reflection of her like i i, I can see why they would dress her in weird clothes like that because it's not like She's not Upper East Side. No, but, she's, she's Brooklyn. Yeah, but also Brooklyn people would wear more plaid and less like tropical colors. Like, why yeah. are you trying to make her look like she's in the Caribbean right now? Yeah, Always. I don't know. They just do a lot of weird things, and it just feels like a it's a it, it feels like a not a trope, but it feels like a, a yeah. lot of the it's not a trope, but like it feels like a lot of the time when there's a lot of majority white cast, which is all shows, sadly. But like when it is like that, and they have like one or two POC characters in the show, they always have them out. They're looking terrible, and like, who's looking out for them? Like, who's I know who's looking out for them? Like, why are they out here looking terrible? So, you know, I'm gonna just pour a little out for Vanessa, and just like, this is for you. Like, you deserve better. <laughs> you deserve better. You than are this. better. You are better than this. So, oh yeah. God. Um, Otec Low Tech. Okay. Oh, actually, so. we could do. Well, I have one music thing. One. Oh yeah. Uh, Jenny Lewis. 
She, uh, they played um, Bad Man's World, which I love. Jane Lewis, she's the best. And also, I'm a slave for you. By Britney uh, Spears. Yes, exactly. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um, Otek Lotek. Um, so there's a moment where Eric is looking in the the uh, safe with the gold bars, and he sees a satellite. Uh, sorry, a prototype government satellite phone. Encryption. Encryption. Like. I mean, it looks like something straight out of, like, Wall Street, it's, the movie. It's pretty great. It's amazing. Uh, gold bars, which is a low te- oh, technology, yeah, if you like, ask me. That's the, the old Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Bitcoin. That's so funny. Um, also, writing a letter. <laughs> oh, technology. Who wrote a letter? Nate, to um, Oh, yeah. He, he mailed a letter to Jenny. Yeah, it was O technology. Yeah. Snail uh, mail, if you will. Oh, my God. Exactly. Snail mail. Um... What else? Any other? Oh, um, the uh, text message to uh, Blair was kind of cute. It was like, where, where are, are you? With the Blair. R and the U. Yeah. That was cute. Straight observations. Straight observations. I have one. What? So like, there's, <laughs> it's very, it's very silly and I, and it comes up a lot, but like, you know, um, it's at the end of, it's one of the, it's the end of uh, the storyline with uh, the captain. And the POC FBI agent, he gives, he gives a subtle nod to Nate. It's like one like head nod. It's like you did a good job, Nate. Nod. Uh-huh. And I've always wanted to do that to some to somebody like in like in my life, but it only seems like it's like appropriate in like moments like that. And they <laughs> or like you know just like kind of like yeah, you did a good job. Like mm, like I approve of what you did. And um, the Simpsons are really good at that. Like Homer, he does like, the, the subtle like one nod like like a nod or like whatever case i don't know it's just like i always and like it happens in a lot of shows but whatever that happens i laugh really hard it's just a really weird like funny thing to me it was like this little like nod like one nod. it's like yeah good job good job nod and it's not like the kind of like hey what's up now when you, your head goes back but it's a, it's a subtle like approval nod mm-hmm. so i don't know it's very subtle and very weird you probably would have missed it if you weren't paying attention but i, I was very did miss it but um that's like my one star observation it was just kind of like i laughed really hard when that happened yeah, I don't think I really had that many stray observations that I haven't already talked about. Yeah, there's a, there was a lot that happened, but um, yeah. we talked a lot about there's, it too. Let's see. One one stray observation is that Vanessa brings Dan flowers when she shows up for Thanksgiving. He's like, are these for me? And she's like, yeah, obviously. Like, literally, who else are they before? Well, those flowers are beautiful. Are they for me? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's cute. That's cute. I like that she brought flowers. That yeah. was really adorable. Yeah. That's also, I mean, this is a fashion thing, but like, I like Jenny's gray shirt that she was wearing, dress that she was wearing when she came home. The, like, what was it? It was kind of like a kind of like a um, like a velvet uh, shirt dress that she mm-hmm. was wearing, and like she didn't have her harsh, severe makeup on. She kind of just looked like she was at home. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Jenny's back. Jenny, baby Jenny. Yeah, little Jay. Yeah. So. Yeah. What would you rate this episode? Hmm, I'd give it an eight. I would concur. Yeah, like a lot happened, but like it was funny. It was a lot of storylines ended, which some have been dragging on. Thank God the Jenny storyline is over. Thank God. So over that. So over that like fashion, you know, vixen or whatever the fuck she was trying to do. Over that shit. Um, And then also the storyline with um, the the, the captain finally came to a close, which has been going on for a season and a half. Yeah. I mean, it was just Nate's just been doing nothing for a lot of the last few seasons. Yeah. And it wasn't even in the last episode. No, he wasn't. And so it's nice to see see a centric 
episode about Nate. Yeah. You know, that was, not even described in the Netflix description. But. Yeah, but totally. It was it was good to see him, you know, be of use in this episode as opposed to just being like a plot device. Finally. So it was really good to see him like have like some depth and have like, you know, some real confliction he was going through. Oh, I had I had a straight observation that yes. I forgot about. So when Lily and Eric show up to the loft, she she says to Eric, Hey E, can you call Serena? So now apparently Lily calls Eric E. Oh yeah. That's not a thing that's ever happened before. It was incredibly awkward. I feel oh like she said E before. I don't see it. I but don't see her calling him E. I know, but like I I guess like this is a is a um you know, as kind of like a uh continuity throughout the series, everybody kinda of goes by like, you know, their first yeah letter. Except for like no one calls Nate N. No one calls Dan D. They call him Lonely Boy. Lonely Boy. But no one calls um N um Nate N. I can think of like only on Gossip no Girls. They call they, it's they only the N. girls. Yeah. And Eric. Yeah, well like, yeah, on the show. But like I feel like in at least in Gossip Girl the book, they refer to him as N sometimes. Uh, I want to read more of the Gossip Girl books. You should. You should read all of them. I read I them read all. all of them, but oh, I okay. never reread them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Um yeah, eight for real. Um it was a lot of good development in a lot of the plot. Um, plots have been going on forever. Um, I really liked the Lily and, Rolf and Rufus interaction because I, I, I really enjoyed them as a couple. I hope they end up together. Me too. Um, I liked the interaction between Blair and Eleanor, which is nice because you don't really see them being like mother and daughter, really. Yeah, because they they do they do have like a good mother daughter like believable relationship yeah i mean like as far as like a mother and a teenage daughter yeah exactly so, like of course they're gonna have butt heads and of course they're gonna have like some conflicts but like when it matters they're there for each other they're here and it's nice um yeah and also just i'm happy that jenny is home again and like back in like the loft where she's supposed to be and not out in the street it's been so annoying to watch and like the fucked up thing is it's only been four episodes oh my god it feels like it's been forever not even four episodes like this started in episode like, four episodes episode eight is when it started episode nine was the fashion show last episode was when she was like you know getting her shit burned and now she's finally out so four episodes but it's <laughs> felt like so fucking long it feels like it's been forever so yeah it's um it's it's good that like she's you know back at home and hopefully getting her shit back together and her life back together yeah, so we'll see what happens more with them next week yeah. yeah so um yeah so that is the episode but oh my god guys so next episode is kind of different from our you know our past episodes because we're doing a live show live show, live bow, show. Bow, bow, bow. It is in it's here in chicago when this episode drops it's gonna it's it's gonna be recorded the very next day so if you're listening to this episode and you wanna and you're in chicago hit us up on twitter at gossip girls pod and we'll let you know where we're gonna be recording the episode it's, a, come free through. Show. it's a free show and we're gonna be there live in person we've got a guest felton kaiser he is the uh, photographer and editor-in-chief of the magazine off kilter you should guys check that out at offkilter.co he's fantastic he was a guest on my other show open-ended a few months ago and which is a really great episode i highly recommend it you should go back into our archives and check that out but yeah um it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna be Lataf. 
Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and we're going to be doing a very, very fun episode for the live show, episode 12, which is, it's a... It's a wonderful lie. Wonderful lie. And it is a dance episode, so we're going to dress up. We encourage Legend. you to dress up if you want to. Please come. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. So, be yeah, we're having a live episode, guys. But, yeah. Until next time, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Thank you for Cards Against Humanity for letting us with your space and equipment. You can follow me at Jeremy Uzanes. Me at Kale Hummus on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. And uh, we are a production of Post Loudness. Post Loudness is a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. And you can follow all the things we're doing on everything at Post Loudness or postloudness.com. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with a live episode, bitches. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, air horns will be on deck. <gasps> we should, yeah. They'll be on deck. At least Did the sound effects the will be. I don't know if I deleted the app. I have it. But we're gonna we're gonna have it. It's gonna be great. So until next time, guys. You know now you, you love, love us. XOXO. Gossip girls. <laughs> Post loudness.